This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, hour two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And as we do on Wednesdays at this time, Richard Battle joining us right now. And Richard, real quick, before we get started, talk about your new book. Well, thank you, John. Made in America by Americans, not Americans. <laughs> it celebrates the American can-do spirit. It's a patriotic, motivational, and inspirational book. RichardBattle.com, Amazon, or other booksellers. Awesome, awesome. Let's talk about leadership. We, you and I do this a lot, and I, I really appreciate you being with us at this time. You, you know me. I, I think this is one of those areas that, frankly, we have we have lost. We've lost sight of it. I, I know that when I start coaching businesses, it's one of the first things that I start focusing with with you know business owners on is being better leaders. The better leader they are, the better their business performs. I think, though, Richard, that it's something that we have we've really lost and i mean that across the board we've lost it from the pulpits we've lost it inside of churches we've lost it in ministry we've lost it in the business community we have become more managers than we have leaders and they are not one and the same by the way well that's exactly correct and i had another topic ready for us to discuss this week and this story out of new orleans about the mayor was so egregious that it demanded to be discussed because negative leadership has such a corrosive effect yep. on everyone around it, not only for the present, but for the future. That's right. And this mayor, uh, for those who don't know, basically in the last 18 months, she spent almost $30,000 on upgrades for flights. And when confronted about it, because city workers in New Orleans are supposed to fly coach, she not only refused to pay, but she was adamant that she deserved to have that paid for her by the taxpayers. And so there's several points. And, and really quick, one I of those, Richard, was an $18,000 first class upgrade to France over the summer, which, no offense, no city needs to be doing, period. Well, yes, and not only that, but it was to go over and sign a document for an agreement that was already in effect. So it was totally a ceremonial expense, and most people would not do that with their own money. And that's what I always taught people in business. You always treat the company's yep. money like it's your own money. That's right. You wouldn't spend it yourself. You don't spend company money. And this is a terrible example for city employees or anyone else that even hears about it. It, as you say, sets not only a bad example, but then a bad precedence, because frankly, Richard, what does the next mayor do? 
Well, that's exactly right. And and the story I always like to tell, there was a superintendent of schools in Dallas that came in some years ago, and when she gave her initial speech, she said, it's our turn now. Mm. And two years later, she was thrown in prison for embezzlement. Mm. And basically, it's our turn now meant that was code that she was going to loot what she could loot because she believed others before her had. Mm. Is not the way it's supposed to work. Not at all. Well, not exactly. And what happens when leaders do things like that and employees see it, employees can't do it, that just mm-hmm. creates this division between uh, capital and management versus workers. And that's the type of thing that promotes unionization to try to help equalize uh, the ground and rules. Yep. And we see this, to your point earlier, we see this all over the place. It's not just happening in one mayorship. It is happening in offices, especially on the political realm. But it happens in business, too. But just on the political realm alone, Richard, this is happening everywhere. And I'm saying every politician does this. But I tell you what, it's happening more often than not. Well, yes. And this, to me, is a manifestation of the moral relativism that's been coming on more and more and more because people believe they can define their own truth or they can define their own ethics, then anybody can justify the behavior they want to have versus having an absolute set Mm -hmm. of rules that are good integrity and good morals in business and other leadership roles. The other thing that this one shows me in particular, Richard, is that this particular mayor, this individual, feels entitled as a mayor, she is not a public servant. Rather, she's being served, or so she thinks. And her feeling is, I deserve this, and I am owed this as mayor of New Orleans. Well, yes, and as soon as she was confronted, she played the race card yep. and the woman card as a victim and said that she did not feel safe traveling in coach class as a black woman and people didn't understand what it was like for a black woman. And that hit me because I've traveled more than 3 million miles for business. and I've never seen anyone treated in a way that would justify her behavior uh, for that. And so when somebody pulls that race card out so quickly, to me that shows they don't really have a good answer or logical response for the accusation. You know, and what we need to do, folks that are listening as citizens, and granted, we're not in New Orleans, Richard, I understand that, but you know, people listen to our program all over the place, and we have quite the reach, and we have people that can, that can throw this down to people that are in New Orleans, you know, throw the link out there and so on. And what I'm going to say, Richard, and you know this as well as I, the best way to fix this is to change them out. You know, there's, there's that old saying, Richard, you either change them or you change them. In this case, it's the latter that needs to happen, because I guarantee you the first isn't happening. Well, exactly. And this is another illustration, in my opinion, of people who've been in a political realm in, in this illustration and never had to make a payroll or have the, to control expenses within a business and led by example and want people to watch what they do and emulate them. She doesn't care if the workers emulate her or not. No. She wants to act the way she wants regardless of what the rules are for other people. Right. And it's just a bad example because if she gets away with it, it emboldens, as you said, future leaders there, but anybody that knows about this story. And what her party should be doing 
is because the other thing that can happen in this case as well, and Richard, you know you know what I'm going to say next. This also gives the next opponent the opportunity to come in and say, look what she did wrong. I'll tell you what I'm going to do different, and I'm not going to spend you know $30,000 of your tax money on upgraded flights. In fact, I'm going to take as few flights as possible so that I'm not on your dole any more than I need to be. This gives a huge open door to the next candidate. Well, that is correct, and uh, unfortunately, in New Orleans, it'll probably be the same party. Probably. And it can be the same demographics again, but you're, you're totally correct about that situation. And she's not only feeling entitled, but the arrogance, because there's a recall movement going on right now to recall her out of office, and despite that, she's putting this up in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. Again, folks... Um and what I would tell you, too, is if you are any kind of a leader in that position, any, any kind of position like that, you cannot do what she did and, and expect to get by with that free and clear, Richard. Eventually, that will catch up to you. That's just the way life is. You know that as well as I. Well, yes, it'll always catch up to you. The question is when. And the bad thing is, is too often we see people get away with things we believe and then it might lead us to do something we shouldn't, mm-hmm. and then they pay for it, and then eventually we pay for it. And so we have to resist that urge to replicate somebody else's bad behavior. So I have to tell you one experience in New Orleans. Sure. I used to go down there quite a bit on business, and when Edwin Edwards was running for re-election as governor, uh, I was down there, and on the news one evening they were interviewing voters on the street who they were going to vote for, and one lady said, I'm voting for Edwards. He's a crook, but at least he's an honest crook. Hmm. And so those people are used to this, and so it should be right for someone with good ethics and morals, regardless of party, to come in and be able to turn things around. Again, Richard, this is a great topic and something that, again, I wish more and more people would listen to, especially those that are in positions of leadership, because, frankly, this is an area, as I said earlier, in my opinion, really needs to be uh, cleaned up, shored up, and uh, almost need to make it mandatory for every politician to go to some sort of leadership training prior to becoming a politician. I know I'm asking for a lot, and that'll never happen, but I sure wish it would. Well, and unfortunately, there's books, there's courses, there's all kinds of things out there, but that doesn't seem to stop, uh, whether it be business or politics, some of these things from happening. Right. Uh, and it's because of our human heart and yeah. the temptations that reach out to us and so sometimes we fail but some of these people fail all the time that's right richard battle again richardbattle.com always enjoy talking to you richard i know you're still warm down there we are we right now here only about 72 and a little rainy right now so uh, we'll try to send it your way (laughs) please do (laughs) thank you for having us and god bless america thanks richard take care have a great evening god bless you as well solar energy partners is next and i know a lot of you are thinking john you know solar really i mean that's sort of a green energy thing it's an alternative energy is what i call it and i've never called green energy that in the first place it's alternative and i will tell you that some of these micro things that are out there i mean i've even personally looked at some of the wind generators that are out there because on a small scale do they work yeah actually they do. They don't work on the large scale, and I, and I hate the fact that they're shoved down your throat. But in this case, Solar Energy Partners, it's not. It's your choice. Do you want it? Don't you? Do you want to save money? 
or not. And by the way, they can also be set up to where if the power goes completely out, you can be off grid. That's something else that can be set up for you at the same time. You need to be able to qualify, i.e., have the right bills, have the right roof, have the right shape, facing the right direction, and so on. There's a few things that you need to go through first, but see if you qualify and if this is something that works for you, because in a lot of cases, you'll not only get a big rebate, but you'll also save money on your energy bill every single month. 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest in solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Allen only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power now. Make your investment today by contacting Allen. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. All right, RoofMax, Roof Savers of Colorado, I should say, is next. Dave Hart, you know Dave's name. We talk about him a lot. I've had him on all of my different programs. And uh, as I look outside and I see the rain coming down, make sure that you've got a good roof over your head, that it is doing what it needs to do. And if you've had any damage this year, do not call your insurance agent or the adjuster. Call him first instead. 303-710-6916. His goal is to extend the life of your roof. If it needs replaced, he can do that as well. But he really wants to save you money by extending the life. Again, 303-710-6916 or find him at RushToReason.com. If you think you need a new roof, think again. I might be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a roof max treatment. Hi, this is Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado. We specialize in helping 90% of our clients avoid a costly replacement by adding at least five more years of life to the roofs, and is guaranteed with a five-year transferable warranty. However, if it makes more sense to replace your roof due to wear and tear or storm damage, we are more than happy to do so. Yet our goal is to do everything we can to get you more life from your existing roof, whether it is an asphalt shingle roof or a flat roof for both residential or commercial. Give us a call at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com and I will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Mention you heard this on KLZ 560 to receive your $250 fall discount. All right, Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers. He's got lots of different programs, whether you're a first-time home buyer or somebody that's looking to do something different or even buy a rental property. Talk to Kurt today, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? 
Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Jersey Joe, what's going on, sir? John, building on what Richard Battle just said in the story about the, uh, the mayor going to France first class, I just sent you a little chart. Does the name Milton Friedman ring a bell? Oh, yes. Nobel uh, Prize winning. Oh, yeah. Economy. Very, very smart guy. Very, and uh, many years ago, he came up with a little matrix, a little four-box matrix, which I sent you a copy. I don't know if you want to bring it up in your email while we talk. I'm working on it. It's, we, we are not as fast here as what you I would like it to be, but go ahead. <laughs> keep going. Anyway, so it's a real simple matrix. It's it's uh, four boxes, and and on top it's uh, whose money is being spent. Is it your money or is it somebody else's money? Mm-hmm. And then who is the money being spent on? Is the money being spent on you or is the money being spent on somebody else? So real simple, when you spend your money on yourself, you economize and you see, seek the absolute highest value. You want the best bang for the buck right. when you're spending your money on yourself. Now, when you're spending somebody else's money, like let's say you had a, a child going off to college and you say, Sally, I know you need some clothes for college. Here's my credit card. You know, uh, go get what you need. Just don't go crazy. Well, Sally's spending your money, so, and she's not necessarily going to economize, but she's going to seek the highest value because if she doesn't, she knows there's, there's always going to be a next time, and she doesn't want to... Um, you know, have you not be as generous next time. So she's going to come back and she's going to say, Daddy, look what I got. I got this for $8. I got this for $12. So she's going to seek the highest value for the money, even though she's not spending her money. Um, And then, of course, you have you spending your money. When you buy a gift for somebody, you economize, but you don't necessarily seek the highest value. You say, what would they like? It might not be what you buy. You don't think it's the best value, but you know they really like this type of thing. It may not be, in your mind, the best value, but they like it, so you're going to buy it. Then we come to someone else spending someone else's money, and that's the mayor of New Orleans yep. spending taxpayers' dollars. Yep. When you are spending somebody else's money on someone else, you don't economize and you don't seek the highest value. You don't care. No, there's, there's no, it's like having an, a blank check, basically. You do whatever you want to. Right, and you really don't care. Nope. Okay, so I'm overpaying by 200% for this. Big deal. I'm not spending it on me, and it's not my money. So So I have a great story to go along with that, Joe. I'm glad you called in. I was going to do this later in the the last hour, but since you're here, I'm going to move things up and do it this way. So my boys were telling me today, and you'll you'll enjoy this. Everybody listening, I'm going to take time. I'll push this next break off a little bit because it's going to take me a little bit to get through this, Joe. But in a nutshell... Everybody pretty much knows what skid steers are. Bobcat is a brand, by the way, of skid steer. Now, I know over the years, Bobcat has kind of become like Kleenex, where most skid steers, they call it a Bobcat, even though it's a skid steer. But at the end of the day, it's still a skid steer, and this happens to be Bobcat, the manufacturer of, Joe, a new EV skid steer. So this has about (laughs) a, depending upon the temperature outside, 
It has anywhere from a four to an eight hour operating time because we do that on time on hours. We don't do it on miles because they don't work that way, as you know. But, you know, they lift, they move, they move dirt, all these different things. And they come in all sorts of different sizes and so on. But this EV version is a larger skidster, larger frame skidster is probably the best way for me to say it to keep it very common for folks listening. Joe, what do you know? Keep in mind. And I buy these on a, on an occasional basis. Usually buy at least one or two new ones every year. What do you think the EV version of what I would typically spend about seventy thousand dollars on a diesel powered skid steer? What do you think this EV version, Joe, is going to cost? A hundred. Keep going. Oh my God, Joe, you're kidding. Keep going. One fifty. Keep going. One eighty. Keep going. Two hundred. Keep going. No, John, come on. Keep no. going. 250? 250. Now, oh, John. After, real quick, after speaking to the skid steer salesman, Bobcat salesman that we have, who, by the way, believes a lot the way you and I and the rest of our listeners do, he's a really good guy. The boys were talking to him today, and this is how this dovetails into what you're talking about. They're going to have a demo. We'll get to actually get behind the, you know, the, the stick, I guess you could say, of this particular unit here in the coming weeks. And our sales guy already says there is a lot of interest and even some pre-orders already for this particular unit. But, Joe, you can only imagine, who do you think is going to buy this unit? Government. There you go. So your tax Government. dollars will be at work in one of the most inefficient ways possible by these stupid government agencies buying an electric skid steer. You could buy, as you and I, you, as you just pointed out, you could buy three regular skid steers for the price of one. Correct. Correct. And in terms of... And actually, what, Joe, and let me back up, too. Those guys get a better deal on a regular skid steer than I, so they may very well be able to buy more than what you just said, given the discount they typically get. This one will not be discounted, by the way. And by the way, John, you know, I had a skid steer down on my ranch. I used to use it for loading manure and, and plowing snow. You know, I had, and I was loaded. It had all the quick, you know, quick attach, you know, you push the button, you could change implements. Yes. I think I only paid like 40 grand for mine. There you go. Yep. That was like 10 years ago. But, um, oh, but, you know, so if you're a town, would you rather have two of these or would you rather have nine of the regular ones? And which would do the Better. Yeah, and keep Which in mind, you know, the other thing that they're not they're not going to tell you is, you know, you get into some of these areas where, you know, you need to move some snow and do some different things or even some dirt or you're doing cleanup or there's a flood or whatever, and it's zero degrees outside, Joe. The seven-hour battery life, as you know, will be down to about three hours. That machine is going to be basically useless. And, what, and John, what if you're doing a three-day project and you trailer it out to some, you know, some uh, building site where there's no power? Now, with mine, I would just leave it there, and I'd bring a can of diesel with me the next day to fill it up. That's right. What are you going to do when the battery runs down and you're five miles from the nearest uh, electric outlet? You are bringing up something that is very important. And, you know, again, for me, I have a lot of machines that will stage during the year on different, you know, especially for snow removal, different parking lots, things like that. You know, we'll stage those different units. And to your point, we've got a mobile rig we run around. It's got the ability to service those units off-site, fill them back up, get everything dialed in, grease them up, do everything necessary. Yeah, what are you, what are you going to do in this case? Set up a, 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 you know, a diesel generator that runs around and charges these things up when they're out on a remote area? To your point, I mean, how, how what a stupid way, by the way, for government to, to use our money, by the way. 
Yep, and it's it's box four on Milton Friedman's yep. chart. So you know, my, my, I'm glad you brought all that up because I had that story I wanted to dovetail into anyway. So it works out perfect. I mean, this is just the one of the largest, in my opinion, largest wasteful ways of doing things government could ever do. And by the way, if one of them breaks, and you occasionally something will break. Oh I'm yeah, not talking about the Joe. These guy. are high maintenance items. There's always something broken. Right. So if you so let's say you buy two at two fifty a pop and one of them breaks, you've now lost 50% of your capacity. With the same money, you could buy nine yeah. of the $70,000 ones, and if one breaks, you still have eight. Right. In fact, you know, I, I would schedule eight and always have one for spare. Right. So in terms of um, operational reliability, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for in terms of... Uh, well, just cost, uh, overall cost of ownership is really what it boils down to for us as taxpayers. But, but there's also something I'm trying to – airlines, it's called like dispatch reliability. In other words, um, uh, you always look at, you know, what's the likelihood, you know, what, how many spares do I need? If I'm UPS – for instance, if I'm UPS and I need to have, you know, that big facility down by uh, Centennial Airport. You ever been by there? The yes, I have. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, thank you. Yes, so I have. At night, they've got 200 trucks in the lot. Now, do they have 200 trucks on the road? No, they've got – 185 trucks on the road, but they have 15 spares because in any given day, 15 will be either out of commission for service or, you know, they've something broke or mm-hmm. needs brakes or a flat tire. But so in, in terms of reliability, uh, there's, there's a phrase I'm looking for, John, but it has something to do with uh, being able to, uh, again, if you only have two and one goes out of service, you've lost 50% of your capacity. If you're trying to plow snow in them after a blizzard and you lose one of those EV units, you're screwed. You lost 50% of your snowplowing capacity. Yep. It's just dumb. Yep. Dumb. Yep. And, and again, th- this is, again, it won't be contractors like I. I mean, there might be some Looney Tune contractor that wants to feel good. And by the way, these typically just, I, I want to say something along those lines in a moment, but typically they don't work for us as contractors. So the only way that's going to be dumb enough to buy these things at that exorbitant price will be cities. And for all of you that say, well, you know, that's just progress. That's how it works. Somebody has to be the guinea pig and do some of the R&D on the front side and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Joe, I don't think that should be the taxpayers, by the way. No, absolutely not. The taxpayers should only be buying proven um now, it, you know, it, proven, tested stuff. I mean, the government should not be the guinea pig. You shouldn't be playing experiments with the taxpayer's money. That's exactly right. Now, and really quick, by the way, on that other example I just gave you, I've seen many a company come along, because especially up in the, the northern Colorado Boulder area, you know, there for a while, there were all these guys running around, these green rigs, and they had electric lawnmowers, and they had electric this and electric that. And at the end of the day, Joe... They ain't around anymore because that stuff, A, doesn't work, B, it's super expensive, and you can't charge enough money to make it work. Nope, John, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's a fixed overhead, and, and uh, in addition, you've got the capital cost, and whether it's your money you could be leaving in the bank or whether it's money you had to borrow, uh, that money's expensive. And to pay t- two times what you could get for a normal internal combustion engine, it's got to be built in to the, either the cost of your services yep. it's gonna, or it's going to come out of your profit it's either way. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, what, what the advantage that – you know, cities, counties, and municipalities have is they don't have to do any of that, Joe. They just, like you said earlier, they're in the fourth box. It doesn't matter. They can spend money on whatever they want to. Yep, because they're spending somebody else's money. Yep. Uh, 
I mean, what you just said, I mean, I can't believe that dovetailed into what I was going to talk. When my boys were telling me that today, I'm just thinking to myself, you, you, you're kidding me, right? It was really, literally, that's what I'm like. First of all, they called me and said, hey, you know that electric skid steer we saw the other day? You know, they sent me a video of it. I'm like, yeah. They said, well, it's going to be out. We're going to be able to demo it here in just a few days. I'm like, okay. They're like, uh, do you know what that costs? And I, like you, I said, well, you know, I actually started a little higher. You know, I said, because I knew what a regular one was. I know what EVs are in relation to regular vehicles and so on. And I thought, well, you know, 150. And then, of course, that number just kept climbing and climbing and climbing. It's just ridiculous, Joe, that we would be spending anybody's tax dollars on that. Right. And by the way, and I hadn't planned on sending you that until I heard Richard Battle tell the story about the mayor of New Orleans. And that's when it dawned on me about um, uh, Milton Friedman's, you know, the four quadrant right. box. Uh, and that's why I, I kind of dug it up. I didn't have it handy, but I had to Google it and dug it up. And, and uh, but it's it's just a great. And it's box. very true. And, and and what what Richard said, what you just gave in his example, and all of that, very very true, and exactly what's happening. So, Joe, I appreciate. It. I fit it in perfect. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, John. Take all right, care. man. Take care. Have a great night. And uh, Bruce Simmons is next. He's our reverse mortgage specialist. And again, it's your money, it's your house, it's your asset, and it's your decision on how you want to handle it. Don't anybody don't let anybody tell you. Otherwise, 303-467-7821 is how you call Bruce. You can also find him at klzradio.com. A satisfied Bruce Simmons client. I first started listening to him probably about three or four years ago. The first show intrigued me, so it got me to the point where Bruce explaining things, you know, I felt like I could trust him. I decided, because I was also searching for financial planners, and he was talking about the possibility of using a Heckam or you know other reverse mortgages as a fourth leg to your to your retirement planning. You know it's a fourth leg to stand on if you really need the cash flow. You know which is what my case was. I really need the cash flow because I don't have all that much saved. He didn't sugarcoat anything. For someone like me, I just thought you know what this is making more and more sense to me that he was just as ethical and as upstanding as they come. Hi, Bruce Simmons here with Reverse Mortgage Radio. I can answer your reverse mortgage questions. Visit klzradio.com slash reverse to learn more. All right, Golden Eagle Financial is next, and Al Smith wants to help you with all of your financial needs. We had Al on earlier, and uh, again, he wants to make sure that you're headed the right direction. You get where you need to go, and you stay there. klzradio.com, 303-744-1128. While you can't avoid every risk, you can create a plan to make losses less likely with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. As you approach retirement, you are less tolerant of market risk because you can't afford to lose money to market volatility. When you reach retirement, you no longer have income to replace what you may lose. Your nest egg is your income because you are no longer employed and usually don't have a consistent cash flow. When you have concerns about the safety of your nest egg due to market volatility, Al Smith and Golden Eagle Financial can help you with strategies that will minimize your risk. In or near retirement, you no longer have the time you did when you were younger to replace what you may lose due to market volatility. Protect the investment of your time and preserve your money with retirement planning from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Connect with Al today at klzradio.com money, or you can call Al at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. 
All right, Geno's Auto Service, they want to help you with all of your vehicle needs. And the best way to save money at the pump is save money on your car through doing proper maintenance, which will, again, save you money at the pump. That's just how it works. By the way, saves you money overall on your car and the expenses of it. 303-794-6700. they got some great specials going on right now. Listen up. Those will be next. Geno's Auto Service. It's J. Geno'sAutoService.com. Geno's is having a sale on all Napa air, oil, and cabin filters. One of the best things you can do for your vehicle is to have the oil changed at your recommended service intervals. Napa high-performance filters can increase power and help with fuel economy. Does your vehicle's air conditioner put out a musty or mildew-like smell? Cabin filter contaminants can cause allergies and compromise airflow volume. Geno's evaporator cleaning and a new Napa cabin filter will take care of that. By replacing your cabin filter, you will be restoring efficiency and clean air in your vehicle. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We are AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Take care of your car and save on Napa filters. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we're back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Mark in Brighton is next. Mark, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, John? I'm doing great, Mark. Yeah, so I called a couple weeks ago. I told you I was taking a road trip in my EV. Oh. And you asked me to, yes. to call back. And you knew, is it yeah. Hyundai? Was it a new Hyundai? Yeah, the Hyundai Ionic 5. Got yeah. it. Okay, good. I, 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 thought, I thought I remembered, so good. Yeah, good memory. Yeah, so we did, it was an in-Colorado trip. You know, okay. we went up uh, through Glenwood, Montrose, Durango, Mesa Verde, Salida, and back home. So it was 1,200 miles. We stopped to charge seven times. Cost me $95 to for all the charging. And I just added it up. It was uh, 210 minutes of charging. Okay. And... Several of those were while we were doing things, right? Like sure. we were shopping and left the car charging or eating breakfast or whatever. And I, I got to say, I was a little concerned going through all these, you know, smaller mountain towns if there was going to be enough right. charging. Right. And it really turned out to be really easy. Okay. It really wasn't that big of a deal. Um, I did realize that on a trip like that, where, you know, you're not just trying to get somewhere, you know, where yeah. the trip is. It's, le- it's more leisurely is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more leisurely. That, yeah. that I, I started doing what I call opportunity charging. Right. If there was a charger that was close by, I, I you know, I topped off. Right. Um, instead of, like, you know, I'm going, I'm actually driving to Detroit in a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, that one you're going to. That one you got to plan ahead. Yeah, you got to plan ahead. You got to. Um, and you're going to stop as few times as possible for as little time as possible. Correct. You so, you're on you're in a destination mode. Then you're not on the leisure mode. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was pretty happy with. The Did whole most every place there. have, you know, a, a you know a 240 volt station, you know, a level two station, or did you have to kind of search around for that, or how did that work in a lot of the mountain towns? So actually, almost all the mountain towns have at least a 50 kilowatt um, fast charger. Okay. So um, Glenwood has a big Electrify America. Even Redstone had a 75-watt charger, Okay, which um, was offline, but it still worked, so I got a free charge. Okay. Um, 
uh, Montrose has a couple chargers. Durango does. Uh, Del Norte does. Salida has a couple. So there's a lot of charging options. But you do have to plan ahead a little bit. You know, like sure. we left Durango and went to Mesa Verde and then, you know, all the way back. And we weren't actually staying in Durango. We were 30 miles outside of Durango. You know, I... Uh, and, you know, we would have. I lost you, Mark. Are you still there? See if you can hold that phone maybe a little, little bit uh, differently. I lost you, I think. Time there, where, now you're back. Like, hey, Mark, I, I lost you for about, oh, I don't know, five seconds or so there. So repeat oh, the last five or six seconds. Oh, so, yeah, we had to stop in Durango on sort of an unplanned charge because we weren't going to make it back okay. to our Airbnb. Okay. Uh, gotcha. That was that was the one time where it was really inconvenient, where, you know, my wife was with me and we were just sitting for uh, 39 minutes. No, it was 50 minutes and charging. Okay. You know, that one was, that was the only time that I was actually really annoyed with it, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, I and I, I get what you're saying on that end of it. Um, and that was a good test, by the way, especially on the mountain. I'll be curious to see how your long-distance trip goes because I've heard, you know, good and bad of, of those types of trips and really comes down to, you know, as you know, what's online, what's offline, what's broke or not broke. I mean, I think that's the one thing that, that the powers that be are not thinking through very well when it comes to putting charge stations in, you know, remote areas or even inner cities to where, frankly, Mark, I've seen these things all tore up where somebody comes along and, yep. and vandalizes them and so on. And I don't think they're thinking through that one very well as to how they keep the crime of those. I mean, it's not the same as a gas pump where you've got attendants there all the time watching what's going on. These are not that way. Yeah, and it's also, you know, you cut the hose off of a gas tank and it's a couple hundred bucks. You cut the hose off of a charger and it's $20,000 to replace the the charging cable, you know? Right. Big so difference. It's a big difference. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know whether, you know, whether there's going to be some sort of, you know, future, you know, huts that are on site that are manned. I mean, the problem is when they do that, it's going to raise the cost of what, you know, you encountered from your, you know, your, your hundred bucks, basically round it up to a hundred bucks. I mean, your hundred dollars yeah. will increase if you have to now start having attendants floating around to monitor what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think the future is, larger charging stations with like a convenience store. So then you would have somebody there manning the convenience store. Um, because you, we, that's one thing I miss in the EV is mm -hmm. you go charge and it's kind of, you know, in the back corner of a parking lot. Right. And yeah, because know, a lot of cases you still need to, you know, you want to use the restroom or you want to get a cup of coffee or you want to get a, you know, whatever. I mean, pack of sunflower yeah. seeds, jerky, whatever it is, Mark, you want to you want to get yeah. something. You want to stretch your legs and do something while you're there. And yeah, to your point, I, I do think that's one of those things that that they are going to have to think through and overcome. But again, like I like I said, and you know this as well, they'll have to make more money on the, you know, on the electrons, you know, <laughs> flowing through yeah. the cable to do that. They won't be able to do it the same manner they're doing it now. Yeah, they're, I'm sure they're losing money on every charge at this point. And that and that and won't happen. And you know, you know as well as I, that's not going to happen forever. Yes, no, it's not. They're going to, you know, once they reach some critical mass, the price right. will start creeping up. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Yeah, the early adopters. Yep. I mean, that's the one advantage that guys like you and I have as early adopters is some of that is 
is more discounted, I guess you could say, which, you know, we're, we're spending money in one area, but we're gaining it back in others. As time goes by and there's less credits to buy the car and the electricity cost itself goes up, you know, it'll be interesting to see how all that shakes down because we cannot give subsidies forever, nor can we offset that electricity cost forever either. Yeah, I don't think we should be giving subsidies at all. Well, I don't either. You, you know point. my feeling on that so, one. Yes. I mean, it, it, you know, but, I, but Mark, I'll also tell you that and I've, I've told people this on, on and anything else. I mean, if it's there and it's available to you, of course, take it, because if you don't, somebody else is going to. But, you know, do I, I believe in them? No, but they're there. You, you're not going to you're not going to get right. rid of them. So if it's there, you but, might as well take it. That's exactly the way I feel. And that's why I have solar on my house and two electric cars. Why should I let, you know, all the, the greenies? Right. If you will, take all no, that's right. Credits. Thank you. And, and yeah. I think that's the one mistake. And I've talked about this some of late. I don't know if you've heard me talk about this, Mark, but I think it's the one thing that we as conservatives have have not done very well at. We tend to look at something and if we don't agree with it, we just poo poo it all together. and We sort of throw the baby out with the bathwater instead of looking at it in a more. Uh, how should I say this, Mark, a more scientific or a more calculated approach like you and I have done. Very few of us are yeah. doing what you and I are doing. And in turn, we're, I really feel like there's times we're missing out. We're losing out because we're not doing it. Oh, absolutely. And, and I, I have a TikTok channel and I, you know, I'm relatively good uh, views on my videos. And the, the comments I get from conservatives, some of them are just downright awful which which i which i i i um i got after folks the other day on that because the reality is if we are truly conservatives and we agree with the you know what you live your life and i'll live mine we should not be doing that 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 is an absolute bunch of crap no more than i saw a guy the other in a big diesel truck which by the way i hate the rolling coal guys anyways and if you're one of those guys out there you're a complete knucklehead i don't care what you're doing the reality mark is same situation anybody that pulls up next to any kind of an ev and rolls coal on them is a complete bozo that's right Absolutely. And you're not helping our cause at all by doing that, by no. the way. No, you're not. You're not. And and people are just like they're willfully ignorant, you know. Yes. On um, the, the the comments I see are, you know, yes. it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and you, you hear me on air even try to correct a lot of those yeah. comments and memes and other things that are out there because I want us to be educated. That's why I bought one, so that I would know firsthand how these things work. It's why you own one. And by the way, I didn't buy it just because there was some sort of a deal. You guys all know me. I've owned one now for two and a half, almost three years now. I, you know, I wanted to learn all about these things so I could come on air and be more educated even than the other side was, Mark, because frankly, they're as uneducated as some of the guys on the right are because they don't know anything about it any more than the guy on the right does yeah that's absolutely true and, and i yeah, want I'm people on our side to be fully educated so they speak with knowledge and truth and facts and not a bunch of hearsay well that's why i have my tiktok channel and i do a lot of videos trying to educate people awesome on keep it up Keep hopefully, it up. Hopefully, I've uh, converted a few people. Well, you keep know? keep doing it. Keep calling in. Give me updates. I mean, you, you you know, you guys, you know, you know me. We're, you know, we're we're one and the same. And I want to see us learn more about this. And you know, I, I am. Everybody knows this. I am not against them in any way, shape, or form. But I am against them being pushed on us through subsidies and and really uh, mandates like California in twenty thirty five. That's all you can buy. That I am against. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Mark, the appreciate you, man. Keep up the good work. Yep. Thanks so much, Brent and Aurora. Hang tight. We'll come.
can talk to you as well. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next, folks, and they want to help you save money around the house. And they've got a great deal right now, by the way, on helping you with your swamp cooler if you're ready to shut that down, which a lot of you probably are. Call them and get that set up today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix. Hi-Fi Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with Hi-Fi Live, because to give you an honest quote, Ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With High Five Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in-person plumber. That way, you get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment service fee-free by mentioning KLZ through High Five at HighFivePlumbing.com for an estimate from a real plumber. That's HighFivePlumbing.com. You can also call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. Absolute electrical heating and air. Don't forget, they've got quiet, cool systems that'll save you money year-round, especially on days like today. On top of that, they've also got a furnace tune-up special, 720-526-0231. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, Considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Save the Storks, great event coming up tomorrow night. You guys have heard me talking about now for a while, all this week, and you've heard the ads for it even prior to that. It's a Lux for Life event tomorrow night at Mike Ward McLaren. Yes, the McLaren dealership, some of the finest cars made, by the way. Not just cool cars, but super cars. They'll have appetizers, drinks. Mike, or sorry, Matt Hammett, not Mike, but Matt Hammett from Sanctus Real will be there as well to sing. And we're really doing our best on that night to try to raise enough money. If we can get it done in one night, great, but we're going to keep doing this. We're going to raise enough money to get a stork bus for Colorado. Register now. Go to savethestorks.com slash events. My birth mother recently told me that she drove two hours to a clinic to abort me. But when she arrived for her appointment, she changed her mind and instead found an adoption attorney. My name is Diane Ferraro, and I'm the CEO at Save the Storks. I need you to join me in our mission to help us give women in Colorado the chance to choose life for their babies. We need you to give generously and help us get a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here. Some of you own a business or lead a group, and your donation of $1,000 or more would save dozens of babies when the mother sees that ultrasound for the first time. Please visit SaveTheStorks.com and donate today. Don't make this another missed opportunity. 
Stop spinning your wheels by working yourself to death while just trying to keep your business from sinking. Stop ignoring your options and take help from John Rush. He doesn't want to work with you to see your business just survive. With a free 30-minute consultation, John will give you an overview of how you can make your business thrive, even through something like a recession. You know you've been looking the other way and that you needed help a long time ago. John isn't here to judge you. He's here to help you succeed. Get off dead center and choose more for your business and for yourself. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. Again, that's john at rushtoreason.com. This isn't rage radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Brent, you are next. Go ahead, sir. Uh, just a, a quick thought on these uh, electric charging stations for these EVs. Is you know, gas stations charge uh, additional taxes for maintaining roads. Do you see uh, these EVs will eventually see additional charges for charging like we see for taxes on gas? Uh, they're going to have to figure out something, Brent, on getting more road tax out of EVs because right now it isn't near enough to make things work properly. So they're going to have to make a change there some way, somehow, yes. Yeah. Okay, they that's have no choice. Got, they're going to have to. I, I don't know what that's going to be, but they're going to have to do something. Okay, that's all I got. No, thanks, Brent. Appreciate it. Yeah, because folks like me that own an EV, I, I'm only paying about 30 bucks a year to actual road tax itself, which is not near enough, by the way. Craig and Wheatridge, you're next. Hey, John. Uh, the story about the New Orleans mayor uh, taking an extra- extravagant trip on taxpayer mm-hmm. time. The police, the response time to a 911 emergency call in the city of New Orleans is around two hours. Do you think maybe some of that money could have been spent by hiring a yep. police officer? Sure could have. See, that, th- these, these Democrat mayors and cities, their priorities are all out of whack. And to prove my point, Denver City Council approved a universal basic income for the homeless. Unanimous vote. $12,000 a year, $1,000 a month. I don't know what the stipulations are for them being qualified to get it, but they are going to give them $1,000 to live on. Jeez. Okay, $1,000 is not going to put them in... in, It's a test program, Charlie said, yeah. And it's not going to put them in a residence because $1,000 isn't going to get you any, any... place to rent in the city and county of denver nope so it doesn't get them off the street yeah two million bucks to do the math that's not going to get a hold and not going to put much of a dent in anything craig right and the chemical dependency if they have it as a homeless person that might you can yep be rest assured that most of that money is going to be used for alcohol and drugs that's exactly right yep so what problem are you solving none you're not. You haven't. You've actually. You, in my opinion, Craig, you've exacerbated it. You've actually given incentive to be homeless, not the other way around. You're you're making well, it you worse, were, not better. You were just talking to subsidies. Your subsid and what you subsidize, you will get more of. That's right. Yep. You may attract homeless from other cities. That's other right. Towns. You are correct, Craig. Hundred percent. Cannot disagree with you at all. You you get what you're incentivizing, which is exactly what you're doing there. So all it is is a warm and fuzzy feeling again. 
you know, they think they're doing doing some good and tell, you know, the citizens of Denver, well, we're doing something about the homeless. Right. They're not really doing no, anything. No, it's, it's, we, we talked about this, you know, Bob and I did on the National Crawford Roundtable. Listen to that tonight. Anytime you hear the left say that they really care about those that are disenfranchised or those that are not as well off and so on, it is a flat-out lie. They don't care. Their policies show they don't care. They are lying through their teeth, and, Craig, they don't care about people at all. Well, last night on the on the news, there, there's a lot of crime. I mean, there are police officers that are leaving the force during a shift. Yep. Saying, I've had it. Yep. Just having to work extended hours, and I don't think they're even done with one call before they're getting called somewhere else. You're, and you're under that pressure, correct. I don't know. I, I don't who know who could do that. No, I, I gave that story earlier in the week about the officer I talked to over the weekend, Craig, and I could just tell, I could just, you know, I could feel it from him. I could sense it. He loves his job, but, you know, how long can you do that? Well, you know, again, if they, if they want to use, now, Miami, I, I saw on the news, Miami, has their crime has actually dropped. Good. They have a Repu- Republican yeah, mayor. It's in Florida. <laughs> Republican governor. And it's in Florida, and they hired more police officers. There you go. And then their crime went down. There you go. Craig, i got to run with that. That's perfect. Good ending. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. American National Insurance is next. Paul Lewinberger, my good friend, by the way, he would love to help you with whatever insurance need you have. He'll show you how to save money, whether that be through bundling or through the credit that he gives you after having no claims. There's all sorts of ways he can do that for you. Call him today, 303-662-0789. In tough times when gas is high and inflation is making everything more expensive than it was before, it's tempting to cut your coverage, but you never have. You know that the market will go up and down over time. Instead of cutting your coverage, you work with Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance because he rewards your responsibility with his rebate program. You're the type of person who already handles everything on the front end. So by working with Paul, you get a return for your investment because you treat insurance like insurance and not a bank account. You don't make claims on every little ding and scratch you notice on your vehicle when you didn't park well. You expect wear and tear and budget for small expenses. You budget because you know that when the economy gets worse, less people will be fully insured. Cutting back costs them more than the money they thought they were saving. Call Paul right now, 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. You're already responsible, so get rewarded for it. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, that is it for this second hour. Time flew. I had several topics I was going to get to, but I'll come back to some of those as we have time in the last hour. Top of the hour. I do have John Isaac joining us, and we are going to talk about, as we have been, it's interesting how this is going to dovetail together. I didn't plan on that. It's just the way it turned out. We're going to talk about energy, power, and climate. And we're going to talk about coal making a big comeback in Europe and other things along those lines as well. So stay tuned. We've got John Isaac joining us. He is from Life Powered. Uh, And again, we're going to talk about energy, gas, climate, and so on. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Hour number three is next. Uh, Don't forget, lines are open. And we've only got one guest this next hour. You're free to call in once once Jason is done. 303-477-5600. Don't forget the text line, 307-200-8222. 